Hey guys, my name is Jonathan Henderson with Pressure Washing Marketing Pros. In today's video, I want to go ahead and tell you guys a story about how we lost a client that we generated $30,000 for over a duration of five months. Now this client was on a Google Ads program with us for these five months from March to, to August. And during that time, they invested $10,000, which, you know, went into our management fee and also was mainly most 80 to 90 percent of that was mainly their google ads budget right the budget that they had for google ads and like i said our management fee went into that right but over that duration of time they spent ten thousand dollars in those five months which is about two thousand dollars right and in those five months as well they generated about like i said thirty thousand dollars from what they had in their numbers which is about six thousand dollars every single month you know what i mean so they basically spent two thousand dollars got six thousand dollars back from our Google Ads program on a month-to-month -month basis. You know what I mean? For those five months on average, right? And the reason why I wanna tell this story is because this story and the lesson behind it is what separates a very successful pressure washing business and what a lot of successful pressure washing business owners know and their mindset and what also, you know, what separates them from the guys that, like I said, are consistently doing the same numbers every single year and they're not exponentially growing and they're blaming the economy, they're blaming their competitors, they're blaming their marketing agencies, they're blaming these other external factors when really they have to look internal sometimes, right? Because even us as a business, I'm not saying we're perfect as a business, you know what I mean? There's been some clients that we've tried our best, you know what I mean? In that sense, we're like, man, it just has not worked out, right? But like I said, 95% of the time, we kill it for our clients, you know what I mean? We absolutely crush it. But you know what? Like I said, we always take self-accountability as well. But like I said, this video, I wanna go ahead and you know share that story with you because I think it will provide you guys some valuable insights. So let's go ahead and start with the story. So for this client, like I said, we've been running Google Ads for this client from March to August. They were, you know, they averaged, like I said, a 3x return. They spent $10,000 to include a management fee in their Google Ads spend and got $30,000, right? Got a message from this client saying that they want to go ahead and pause their campaign and pause, you know, their program with this because they went ahead and said that they wanted to try more profitable means of Google Ads. Hey guys, just wanted to go ahead and clarify because I made a mistake when I said that he wanted to go ahead and try more profitable Google Ads. What I meant though is that he wanted to go ahead and try out his other channels of marketing that he was already doing, you know, because he said that they were more profitable than the Google Ads were. He said even though the Google Ads were profitable, he wanted to go ahead and see if he could maximize his other marketing channels to make them even, you know, be more profitable. So sorry for the mistake. Let's get back to the rest of the video, guys. You know, I kind of, I didn't say, I wouldn't say I saw this coming, but me and this client had some conversations, you know, talking about, you know, hey man, you know, I'm kind of getting, over encumbered with some of these jobs on Google Ads and I'm not closing them, right? Like, you know, he said, he said right now, I'm, I'm, I'm a higher price point right now because a lot of, I'm getting a lot of word of mouth again, I'm getting a lot of referrals again now. And you know what, Google Ads, these kind of customers, they're not willing to pay my price right now. And we're still closing some, but we're not closing a lot of them. And I'm spending a lot of money on this. I wanna go ahead and turn it off, right? Because I wanna go ahead and invest in my more profitable channels of marketing right and so what i always ask every client when they say something like that and they say that they haven't been as profitable as they need to i always say well break down for me the numbers you don't have to do it today but break down the numbers for me and this was a really good client we left on amicable terms like i said me and him you know like i said there was no bad blood 
right? He thanked us for everything that we had done. He said, you guys do a phenomenal, phenomenal job. You know, I definitely, you know, if I need to, I'll definitely utilize you guys going, you know, next year, right? And so, you know, like I said, it wasn't like we ended back, but he showed me all of his numbers, you know what I mean? And right now, I'm gonna go ahead and break those down for you guys in that sense of where he got most of his revenue. And this is from January of this year to September, basically. And those are gonna show all of his numbers, basically, and the sources of where he got a lot of those leads, right? So, as we're gonna first start off with his Google Ads. He got about $30,000 from Google Ads, 30K. You know, $30,000 from Google Ads, right? And I'm not talking about profit, we're talking about just strictly revenue. So we got $30,000 from the Google Ads. You know what I mean? And as you guys know, we got a 20K profit from it because we only invested $10,000 into it. But for Google Ads, he generated $30,000 worth of revenue. For Facebook, right? Which Facebook, he, he hasn't run any Facebook ads. So he does a lot of this stuff organically where he do live videos. He gets a lot of engagement on his page, right? He'll, he'll you know, I guess you could say Facebook marketing because it'll boost a lot of posts. But this client doesn't run Facebook ads because like I said, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he's always wanting to maximize his profits, right? Which, do I disagree with him on? Yes, because I think he should definitely run Facebook ads. But he didn't run Facebook ads, but he's doing it organically. And so he generated $30,000 from that, which is just simply him going live, him posting in Facebook groups, him doing all of that, right? So from like the entire year, Facebook like that, he's got about $30,000 worth of work from people that have found him on Facebook. Now referrals, right? He got $35,000 worth of referrals this year that he made in his business. And so with those referrals, as you guys know, those are just people referring his business. You know what I mean? $18,000 from previous customers this year. So that kind of concerned me too, because I'm like, you know what, man? Like, you know, from previous customers, you can probably put that into like referrals or Facebook, right? But that's how he broke it down to me, so I'm gonna use that. So previous customers, about 18,000, right? Then for yard signs and door hangers, 8,000. So for this entire year, you know, up to September, right? So from January to September right now, like I said, about $8,000 in yard signs and door hangers. You know what I mean? And then I would say his last thing was his website, you know, which was $35,000 that he said he got on. And this is not SEO, guys. Like I said, you know, what we counted as website stuff was just anybody that submitted a contact form or called him because he, you know, he recorded his calls with that. And like I said, majority of that was just going to be like, I'm, I'm, I should really put that into previous customers and referrals. I really should because like I said, this client's rankings aren't very good. You know, he has a lot of five-star reviews, over 200, and so he lives in a very highly populous area. So, like I said, there's there's a chance that over a duration of nine months, that he, he pulled in $35,000 worth of work from people just kind of Googling him, maybe it's Google My Business, and it's showing up, right? So that's how you kind of break that down in all of that sense. And so when he broke that down to me, I said, yo, man, what's the problem then, right? And he said, you know what, I'm gonna try to gain up that $30,000 you know, with these other means, you know what I mean? Of marketing, right? He's like, man, look, I, I really like getting in front of in front of clients. I really like to be boots on the ground. And right now, like I said, I like to do my estimates in person. I don't like to do them over the phone with a lot of these Google Ads people. I like to do, you know, he's telling me he likes to do work that's in a 10 mile kind of radius, 10 to 15 mile radius around him. He doesn't like to travel 20 to 25 miles, right? And so then at that point, I understood what this client, you know, I understood what was plaguing this client. Like I said, did I, did I agree with this decision? I didn't agree with the decision, but at the same time, I had to respect it. 
But this is why I know that if he continues to make decisions like this in his business, he's not gonna be able to grow exponentially. Because you guys ask, why not, Jonathan? Why wouldn't he be able to grow exponentially? Well, it's because the thing about this, especially the symptom of him and what I see with a lot of other people, is that even if they're getting really good results, and like I said, I had a conversation with a client last month about this, and they're not closing the Google ads and they just see them fleshing out money, you're getting leads, but you're not closing them. So they look at it as a loss, right? When in that sense, a lot of guys wanna stay comfortable, right? That's the main thing. So the first lesson I have is this, no successful pressure washing business or any business in that sense ever turns off a lever, and, and I said successful, successful, highly successful, and, and success can be defined in different ways. But a lot of it's gonna be predicated off the bottom line of how much money you're generating. And a lot of successful pressure washing businesses aren't gonna turn off those levers, right? If they find out that they have a really good, that their Google ads are automated and they know that at the very least they can get a 3X ROI, they're gonna keep getting that 3X ROI, right? Because that's generating them more money. They know if they put more money into that, it's still gonna produce a 3X ROI. It allows them to shift their focus into another marketing channel that they can invest in and to test and to see. Because the name of the game is to try to get as many of your marketing channels as optimized as possible. And how do you do that? The bloodline, you know, the lifeline of your business is marketing, right? Because what I have to tell this client, you know, and I'll hopefully you guys agree with me, is that when this client said that he's gonna try to make up that $30,000 and what he's already doing and the means that he's already doing, he basically just told me that, you know, okay, yeah, Jonathan, I'm getting these $30,000 worth of jobs from Google Ads and we're getting a lot of leads because this client could have had a five to 10X ROI off of his Google Ads, but he wasn't closing a lot of them. You know, he's getting a lot of leads and despite him even getting a lot of leads or in spite of him getting a lot of leads, he was still, like I said, he had a 3X ROI, right? And so the thing about that, like I said, is that to make that up in other channels, you know, like I said, instead of just saying, how can I structure my business to where I can go ahead and make my systems and processes better, you know, go ahead and hire people in the right positions, he wanted to stay the same as he did going into last year. Instead, because like I said, he had another Google Ads company that he was working with, which is pretty reputable, right? And like I said, he's probably gonna do, you know, he'll probably grow this year because, you know, you got more referrals, you got more previous customers, but is his growth gonna be exponential? No, it's not gonna be exponential, right? Because like I said, you're stopping marketing, you're stopping the lifeline. Because let's break this down, right? On, you know, because he said that he was marketing on Facebook organically, he got referrals, you know, previous customers, yard signs and door hangers. So Facebook organically, right? We know that's time intensive. That's very time intensive to go ahead and post in Facebook groups all the time, to go live, to do all of that stuff. That's very time intensive, right? So for him to double that, because he did 30,000 this year off of, you know, organic Facebook marketing, organic Facebook marketing, right? That's gonna take up time. So I don't see that as the best option, the best route. Referrals. How do you get more referrals when we break that down? How can you double his referrals? We double your referrals by doubling down on your marketing, right? You gotta get new customers. Therefore, you gotta, you gotta market more in that sense. So in that sense, like I said, in order for him to get more referrals, you gotta, go, you gotta be able to market to acquire new customers, right? So they can refer you to new people. And what a lot of people don't understand is that they don't track, right? When they look at Google Ads or look at something else, they just do it by like, okay, this customer came from Google Ads, that's it. But they don't track that. Maybe that Google Ads customer referred you to three or four more other people. So maybe it was more profitable than what you just think at the bottom line. Because maybe that person from Google Ads referred you to other people in that sense. 
and that's making up the numbers for your referrals. And this is why I say this is how a lot of pressure washing businesses and businesses in general kill themselves, right? They self-sabotage their own businesses. And previous customers, right? So when it comes to his previous customers, yes, you know, right in the now for the Google Ads, those people aren't previous customers. But next year, they will be previous customers in that sense, right? So how can he double his amount of previous customers? Well, you double the amount of customers you get this year. You know what I mean? Which is why you shouldn't cut off an ROI producing type of marketing channel. Because like I said, going into next year, he's probably gonna have more previous customers and more referrals, right? So without us even running his Google ads this, you know, you know, this year or for the rest of the year, we're still gonna have an impact on his business next year because there's gonna be some people that he got from Google ads that are gonna refer him. There's gonna be people from Google ads that utilize his services again next year, right? So him trying to double his previous customers by him turning off marketing or by him turning off a way that he's getting new customers, that's gonna negatively impact that. Now when it comes to the yard signs and door hangers in that sense, you know, he did about $8,000. So he did about $1,000 every single month off of yard signs and door hangers in that sense, right? From a period of January to September. Well, in that case, like I said, it's gonna be very difficult for yard signs and door hangers for him to be able to produce what Google Ads was with that 30,000 because he's only done 8K, right? This entire year over door hangers and yard signs. And we know that's time intensive. Right, to, to go ahead and put those out, to order them, to get them shipped, and to go ahead and place them out. Now, I'm not knocking any of these means. I love yard signs, I love door hangers, and I think people should do that. But it should supplement your other marketing channels, right? Because that is the power of yard signs and door hangers, is when people have already Googled you, people are familiar with you, and then they see you again. You know what I mean? That's gonna be the best, because like I said, the yard signs and door hangers, you're at the mercy of demand in your area sometimes, right? And so you're at the mercy of somebody, you may put them in the wrong location, you know, people may not hit, you may have a competitor to take them down, whatever it may be, right? So that's not the most effective way. It's a marketing channel that everybody should utilize, but it's not the most consistent and effective way to go ahead and market your business, unless you're doing it consistently. In order for him to, to replace that 30,000 that, that he was doing in Google Ads, right? To replace that in Google Ads with these other marketing channels like Yard Signs and Door Hangers, He's got to 5X his effort when it comes to door hangers and yard signs. He's got to be putting them out bi-weekly. You know what I mean in that sense, right? And then like I said, when it comes to his website, if he wants to generate more leads on his website, guess what? He's going to have to invest into SEO. And SEO, like I said, we all know that that's not a ROI producing um, type of marketing, you know, in the first six to eight months, right? So like I said, no matter where this client goes, currently with all of his marketing channels they're not going to be as profitable as he thinks he as he thinks it is because like i said it's like a machine you take one part out you don't know how the other parts of that machine are going to react you know and so that's what i tell a lot of guys in that sense is don't cut off your marketing don't cut off something that is producing you roi because it affects everything else it bleeds out to the other parts of your business also and like i said you know with a lot of guys when they're not closing google ads leads and they're just getting comfortable. They're getting comfortable because like I said, you know, with these Google Ads leads, if they're not closing them, they don't want to develop the systems and processes and know how to let go of things in order to be able to close Google Ads more. They just rather get back in their comfort zone of being able to do things that are comfortable to them, marketing that is comfortable to them. That marketing that's comfortable to them may not let allow them to grow exponentially, right? So like I said, the most successful businesses, including pressure washing businesses, the most successful ones, utilize as many levers as they can possible 
because that's the name of the game is omnipresence and that's the number one lesson utilize every single lever in your business if it's profitable any kind of marketing that is profitable for you even if it's break even if it's break even it's not necessarily break even because guess what somebody that referred you like all those customers that you've gotten you broke even you know what you don't know if you know you, you don't know if those people are going to refer you to other people or you don't know if they're going to be a customer next year so the lifetime value, when you look at that customer as a lifetime value at that sense, you're actually profitable, right? Or they actually referred you to 10 other people, actually, right? And that's how marketing works in that sense. You're gonna get more referrals, you're gonna get more previous customers, the more marketing that you do. And so when you optimize every single lever, like I said, let's say you had Google Ads completely optimized, Facebook Ads completely optimized, you had your yard signs, you had your previous customers, you had your referrals. You, wanna, you want me to tell you a little story on, on how this breaks down? I'll give you a scenario on how this breaks down. Let's say I'm using myself as an example, right? And we're in a hypothetical world, right? Hypothetical world. And I'm like this. I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm at my house. I'm looking for power washing services. So I type in power washing near me. But I know I have a doctor's appointment in about 20 minutes and I need to leave my house. So I type in power washing near me, right? Because I'm like, you know, I'm going to call a business later. So I type in power washing near me. I see an ad. I click on the ad. I don't necessarily call that business first, you know, I save their URL, whatever it may be. I go down to the map pack. So if I'm a business, I was advertising on Google Ads, then let's say that I go and I find, I see that business in the map pack, right? I'm like, okay, dang, they're in the map pack as well. So their SEO's hit, right? So I'm like, you know what, let me just save this, I'll go outside, you know, drive to my doctor's appointment. I'm driving to my doctor's appointment. I see a yard sign, I'm like, dang, isn't that that company I just Googled right there? You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, this guy is everywhere, right? And then I see the neighbors. And I know, guys, it's a hypothetical situation. But I see the neighbors, I'm like, hey, your house looks nice. Yeah, we got it done by, by this pressure washing company. I'm like, man, they got the yard sign. They're on Google. You know what I mean? I see, you know, they're running Google Ads. They're on GMB. Like, dang, I can't get away from this company, right? And these guys even use them. So now I'm at the doctor's office, right? At the doctor's office, and I'm going on Facebook because I'm waiting for my appointment. And I'm just mindlessly scrolling on Facebook. Bam, I see their Facebook ad at that point, right? And so, you know, I get an email from them, but that's what you want, right? You wanna have omnipresence when it comes to your Google, you know, not Google ads, but when it comes to your marketing overall, because that's gonna help and, you know, amplify every single marketing channel that you do and every single marketing channel that you have, which a lot of guys don't understand. You know what I mean? So the number one lesson is, or there's two lessons that you guys can take from this. The number one lesson is do not cut off levers in your in your in your business. Do not cut off levers. If you're getting an ROI from something, do not cut off a marketing lever because it's not as profitable as you want it to be. If it's giving you a profit, keep it on, right? Don't turn it off. Don't ever turn off anything that's un you know that's profitable. You can turn off things that are unprofitable, right? If he was losing money with the Google Ads, turn it off then, right? But if it's profitable for you, don't turn them off. And then like another thing that I'll say too is that you have to structure your business for growth. If every time your business grows or there's something that you're not closing, you're not doing, don't just shut off something because you're not comfortable with how you're gonna have to change your business up. You don't have to change your business, but it's gonna be that much more difficult, yes. But like I said, the returns are gonna be amazing for that. So guys, like I said, hopefully this video provided you value into why you don't wanna turn off marketing channels and how we lost a client that we generated $30,000 for. But if you want to be that client that we do a 3x ROI for and that you that you give us $10,000 and we're able to triple it, quadruple it, 5x it, 10x it, whatever it may be. 
Go ahead and click the description to schedule a free strategy session. And we go ahead and love to talk to you guys about your marketing. We go ahead, go ahead and do to help you, whatever it may be, right? We do Facebook ads, Google ads, web design, SEO, you name it, right? And even direct mail. So with that being said, hopefully you guys, like I said, got video, you know, got value from this video. You want a free strategy session? Hit the description and I will see you guys in the next video. Thank you for watching.